Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome to the Miles Mikulski podcast, where we talk to some of your favourite artists and talk all things music-related. Mainly hip-hop, but, you know, we might have to fling in a few things along the way. If you enjoy any of the content, make sure you follow me on socials, at Miles Mikulski. Basically, it's in my name. If you're listening to it right now, you'll be able to see my name right there. I ain't going to spell it out, because that's kind of long still. But follow me on socials to keep updated on who the next guest will be in the future. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into another episode of the Miles Mikulski podcast. What's going on, people? You're locked into Mars Presents right about now. Joining me, Lil Spirit. What are you saying, my guy? What's up, bro? What's going on? I'm not too bad. Listen, we got to talk about your brand new single that's out right now, right? Forever. It came out a couple of weeks ago and it's popping. It's doing it's doing the most right now. Like, how does it feel to have a, another track come out, be well received by the fans and be very successful? Oh, thank you, bro. Yeah, it feels really good. It's it's my favorite thing I've dropped, like, literally in a year. It's just my favorite thing I've dropped in general, so I'm just really happy to have it out. Mm. Like, the video kind of reminded me of, like, 90s vibes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer or something like that. So, because, obviously, you got you there turning to a vampire, doing the most. And, um, yeah, like, what was the concept idea behind that? Because that's a, a bit of a different look. It kind of matches the pop kind of rap theme that you're going for that's been kind of synonymous in a lot of your music but it was a nice touch so what was the concept what was like who came up with the treatment for that yeah bro thank you yeah so that was daniel jordan k he's the director um and one of the founders of overcast which is uh like an online media source run by a bunch of like cool younger kids kind of like me that like are kind of in my world but of like the video side of things so they're dope uh they he wrote the treatment for that i think um a couple of them worked on it and yeah the concept was basically like literally buffy like the vampire twilight like that was supposed to be the theme it was like i don't know it just felt like when i saw that treatment it felt like it was gonna perfectly complement the song so Mm. it just felt right yeah definitely and I mean, the last couple of years for you has been pretty crazy, you know, from kind of getting to a point where you're thinking about leaving the whole music scene to then getting signed with internet money and 10K and now putting out music and hopefully this year being like the biggest year for you. You know what I mean? Try and get that neck tattoo in that. Yeah, bro, it's been pretty crazy, honestly. It was a big life adjustment, but definitely like all the changes that happened that were really big were all very positive changes in the past two years like my life is really different but it's not worse in any way it's only like better in all the ways yeah of course i mean if it was worse it would not be a good look (laughs) no no (laughs) (laughs) because obviously with the track ugly that was the kind of track that kind of set it off for you in the first place right got the big kind of attention from labels and other people that weren't in like your kind of soundcloud fan base right Yep, that was the one that got me signed. Yeah. But how many tracks did you put out before that? Before that, like, uh, I don't know, bro. It's a, it's a murky number. I literally, probably like somewhere between 20 and 50. That's not, you know, to be fair, that's actually not that bad because some people have put out like hundreds of tracks. Some people are still on SoundCloud now grinding so the fact that you only put out between 20 and 50 and then was able to move on and get the attention is is very dope bro so congrats for that but thanks bro yeah no worries but um what was i gonna say to you so with 
you know you know how to play the piano, right? Yeah, I'm I'm still pretty decent on the keys. Listen, you're probably better than most people. I can't touch no piano. I'll just be playing the one, two keys and it won't even make sense. It won't be in key. <laughs> but <laughs> but going from, you know, being like a... I'm going to call you a trained musician because, you know, if you know how to play piano and play a few melodies, you're trained. To, All right, that's fair. Yeah, to go to like this kind of pop rap hybrid sound that you're going for, which is kind of fitting at the times and kind of almost opening yourself up to these big markets and big commercial followings in months and a couple of years time. But what made that change happen in the first place? What kind of made you go from like Gino to Lil Spirit in the first place? Two, two big things that happened that made the change. Yeah. Um, one of them was my sister. She sings too. Um, she's a singer, but she was talking to me and i was making like emo soundcloud rap at the time like really underground sounding stuff yeah and she was like dude your voice is so good like you have a pop voice like you just need to make a pop song mm-hmm. and i was like okay i'll just try it like i'll just i'll just do one pop song yeah and the other thing was i was starting to just get really like stale like my i had a little tiny cult fan base or whatever but like even that was starting to like not really like you know what i mean it didn't feel like it was growing and i felt very stagnant so i just wanted to like reinvent the spirit (laughs) (laughs) it it works it works (laughs) and it's like that's the thing because with like blue hair and like i don't know if you're still obviously with now the pandemic and all the stuff going on around the world if you're still out here painting the fingernails and everything as well but it kind of makes people more interested in. Well, did, were you using the blue hair in that emo wave, or is this with Lil Spirit and the blue hair completely together new? Honestly, yeah, I feel like a lot of people probably still think when they click my stuff that what they're gonna hear is really different than what they actually hear. Yeah, but I feel like that's part of the swag. So, yeah, I think I, it's kind of cool. I think it's a, I think it's a big contrast. Like you said, like if people are seeing someone with blue hair they're going to think it's going to be something about I want to kill myself or something, you know, like something crazy like that. Very emo-y. But you're kind of coming with different vibes, like Drop Top Bitch. It's a banger. It's a banger. And Thanks, then, then you got Come Home, which is kind of more stripped back and more chilled. And almost in a sense, like you've probably heard this comparison a few times, but a bit like Justin Bieberish kind of sound. Yeah, you know, I've been... I've heard that one a couple times, but <laughs> <laughs> is it off but, that off that? Let me let me ask this question. Sorry to cut you, then. Like, as you're still an artist that's you know on the rise, and obviously you've got a great team of like internet money behind you. Like, how important is it to kind of move away from those comparisons and kind of stand up even more so than you're already doing? Um, honestly, I I don't, I don't know if I was really trying to ever move away from those comparisons, but mm. honestly, those comparisons, like when I first signed, they they honestly helped me get like a lot of buzz. So I was actually happy about that. Now with my new music, what it is is it's just such a different like sound that I don't like think it's really gonna give that like Justin Bieber vibe like I haven't gotten any like new fans I've made from forever haven't said the Justin Bieber comparison that's all on my like older like R&B stuff you know yeah yeah, like American Spirit and back before that as well exactly even even before that 
and R&B. R&B and like pop was a new thing for me when I signed. That's just kind of what I wanted the swag of the first project to be. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's important to kind of know your range and kind of learn at the same time. And I feel like because you're still, you know, in that development stage where like you have your this hopefully forever is the song that continues to blow up even more. But like you can kind of know what works for you and what doesn't. And I've listened to pop like R&B rap wave that you're kind of doing. I know I'm just naming genres, but you know what I'm trying to say, like it's really, really working for you. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see it. Thank you, bro. I hope it keeps working and amounts to something really big because that's kind of the plan. Trust me. What's the, so what is the plan for the year then? Are you looking to drop a tape or just keep dropping some singles until, you know, the world's a better place and you can kind of do more off the back of it? So I'm dropping a full length album this year. Um, okay. Forever is just the first puzzle piece unlocked, but um, there's going to be a lot more singles after Forever because I want to focus on singles with this project. Yeah. And then yeah, a full length album all in that lane not like i don't want to say exactly like forever but like all in that like vein yeah yeah i think as we go throughout the year and we get closer to to summer that a lot of these songs will be big and even forever might even if it's still growing or if it say it dies off for a little bit will come back and be a vibe yeah and honestly with songs too you just never know like <clears throat> drop top bitch still gets like more plays than a bunch of the songs that I've dropped in between forever and dropped up. You know what I mean? So it's like, it doesn't even, it can go up and whatever at any time. It could go up years later. Trust me. And the one thing I want to talk about as well is I know that you used to do a lot of production for your own stuff before you got signed in stuff. Like, but having like Taz, Nick and all the other producers into their money like having that team behind you and obviously we know internet money are behind some of the biggest like hip hop hits of the last like five years. Like how is that? How important is that to have on your side? So it's so it's super dope. Obviously I live in a house with like the best musicians in the world. So nothing beats that. But I will say on my first project I did here, I definitely like completely stopped producing. Like I still produce some things on there just because they were like prior or whatever, but I kind of stopped and I didn't like engineer my vocals or like, I don't know, I just didn't like lock in with a team and like strive to make a project. Those were kind of just a compilation of like my best songs. Yeah. But with this project, I'm locked in with two producers specifically who are my friends overseas and Rio Leva. And like, we just like locked in on this album. So we're like, they're like EPing the project pretty much and like overseeing it so this one's just gonna feel a lot more like cohesive and oh yeah what i was getting to is we like produce most of the songs together and shit too like i got back in my like creator bag for this project not so much like a singer it is like, from a perspective of a singer but also from like a writer and a producer okay so like when this does drop people are gonna kind of see a completely revamped re-spirited little, little spirit yeah that was literally the whole like purpose i guess like i hope that's what people get out of it 
Mm. I think they're getting continuous like introductions throughout and kind of seeing more because even being on before you know internet money tape that came out like I think it was towards the end of last year now um you know obviously being on devastated that's another like introduction for people to see kind of what you're about with the production from Taz and Nick on that as well so like I think when this album does drop it's gonna, it's gonna do some big yeah, things gotten... no yeah definitely I'm happy I've gotten to make songs from all different like genres and shit and that i haven't been boxed in and i've just done kind of whatever i wanted yeah so. it's, facts. it's big facts all right what do you want to say to the the fans or the people out here locked in listening to you in the uk across the world because you've got international listeners as well so what do you want to say to the fans oh no you cut out for a second bro Oh mad. Uh, all right, let me. I'll say it again, and I will yeah, probably edit on my side. Um, what do you want to say to the fans, like showing love and support across the U? I'll say Europe and the UK. I'm gonna say that now. But like, <laughs> yeah, what, what are you say to the fans? Shout out to Europe and the UK. I feel like I have more fans on that side of the world than on this side of the world. So I really want to go there, and I will be going there just when all this shit is done. But. I really want to pull up and shout out to EU, baby. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. You'll get some big vibes over here. Like you said, you're, if you've got more of a fan base here, then, yeah, what, like a lot of UK fans, especially in shows, they go crazy. I can't wait, bro. I want to go tour all of Europe. I've literally never even been to Europe, so. Oh, mad. Mad. Yeah, well, you listen, listen. Yeah. Europe, Europe's not good anyway. I mean, we got you when you come over. <laughs> right, i'm speaking for the whole continent i'm just speaking for london you know what's that <laughs> all right well i'm gonna leave it there Lil spirit thank you for chatting to me today bro hey thank you bro i appreciate you no worries all right i'll catch you in a bit all right bro you have a good one